0: Spider-Man, Spider-Man, these the bad guy in Three Devadam. Spins a web any size, it's a web of crime and lies. Look out! It's Turkish Spider-Man. Welcome to 1000 Lives of Weird, a podcast that is a celebration of everything weird, mostly movies. I'm Brad Hefner, and with me as always is... Billy Martell. And today we are talking about Three Devadem, a.k.a. Three Giant Men, a.k.a. Three Big Men, a.k.a. Turkish Spider-Man.
1: Not Turkish Captain America?
0: No, um, it's it's known in some
1: circles as Turkish Spider-Man. But not Turkish Captain America? No, or Turkish Santo. Or uh, Okay, or Native American Santo? Why would he be Native American? Because Santo runs throughout the Santo runs throughout this entire movie wearing a big jacket that says he's a Native American. Does he? I did not notice that. Yeah, it's got
0: like tassels and shit. Oh, so it doesn't have on the back "I'm Native American." No, it
1: just has like okay, a big, I it just thought, has a big Indian head. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, like um, a stereotypical. Like when I say Indian, I mean stereotypical Indian. I'm blind to racism. I see. Okay. Yeah. All so right. whenever someone's racist, I just ignore it and let them go. See, I'm fully racist, so yeah.
0: I notice this shit all the time. You're wearing a shirt that says, I love N-words. Yeah, it does. It doesn't
1: say the N-word, it just says N-words. N-words, yeah. So, that way I get to put that N-word in your mind, and yeah. then you're the racist. That's a Louis C.K. bit. It is. <laughs> three Devadem. Three Devadem. Um, this three Giant a, Men. Three Giant
0: Men. Three Giant uh, Manhoods. Now, Three Devadem, a.k.a. Three Big Men, a.k.a. Three Giant Men, a.k.a. Turkish Spider-Man, as we've established, yes, um, is part of a genre that has become known as Turksploitation, Okay, where that is um, primarily typified by blatantly ripping off copywritten characters from other countries, yeah. and sometimes
1: just stealing footage wholesale yes. from other movies as. In Turkish Star Wars? Yeah, Turkish Star Wars. Turkish Star Wars actually, from what I understand, did not take much from the movie Star Wars except for the footage. Gotcha. Yeah. That might be... uh, We will probably be
0: visiting exploitation again at some point. At some point. Probably not soon, given how this movie went. No, not soon. Uh, We made some mistakes with this, which I I will address in a bit. Uh, Okay. Um, I need a break from this. Oh, yeah. From this genre. It is a fever dream of a movie that is mostly incomprehensible. It's about... Spider-Man, technically Spider-Man. On the poster, he is clearly Spider-Man. Yeah. In the movie, he is a red and green... He's a Christmas Spider-Man. <laughs> he's a red and green guy known as Spider. He has yeah. no Spider
1: powers. No. And he's a crime lord. His costume looks like uh, one of those costumes that you would get when you were a kid from the... from Your parents would buy you, like, a knockoff Spider-Man costume from Walmart... And you would and you'd be like, this isn't Spider-Man. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? That's Spider-Man, you know. This is Guy Arachnid. Yeah, it guy, says is, right there. Yeah, Guy Arachnid, you know, Spider-Man. That's Latin it's, for Spider-Man. Right, yeah.
0: It's a Chinatown knockoff action figure right, yeah. version or of Spider-Man. Or
1: like a New York Times Square, just slightly off-brand Spider-Man. Yeah. Um
0: Spider-Man is running a, the Spider is running amok in Istanbul. Doing something. <laughs> Captain America. And Santo, the famous Mexican wrestler, not played by the actual Santo performer. No. Because that performer would never take his mask off. And in this, Santo is mostly maskless. Captain America is mostly maskless. True. Yeah. And there's also a woman named Julia. Yes. She's there as well. She's the girl Friday. And so it is Santo and Captain America versus the spider someone's coming into the studio right now hello hello it's me stan lee oh my god oh my god i heard you guys talking about spider-man fighting captain america and you must be talking about marvel's
1: captain america civil war uh uh, not really no what are you talking about we're talking about three devadem what the fuck is this now three devadem three giant men did i make any money off of this uh, I I sincerely doubt it. Those rat bastards.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna sit back. I'm I got out of hell for a day pass.
1: You got out of, You went to hell, Stan Lee. Yeah, I'm a dickhole. You're a dickhole. I thought you were the grandfather of comics. I now it's true. I invented the comic book. Oh, you did. Okay. I did.
0: I did some other shady things. You know Schindler's List? I had an opposite list. You had an opposite list? Of people I fucked over. Of pe- Kirby. <laughs> Steve Shitko. Uh, fuck you, Bill Everett. I can't think of a <laughs> pun right now.
1: But I'm just... I'm, pretend I'm not here. I'm gonna make myself a sandwich. I mean, you're so... <laughs> you're so demure and subtle, Stanley. I'm sure we'll have no problem ignoring you. <laughs> Thank you, True Believer. <laughs> You're welcome, Funky Flashman. Don't, don't, don't you ever fucking call me that again. <laughs> I,
0: I don't know what you're talking about. This is the Marvel age of me kicking your ass. <laughs> All right, sit, sit the fuck down, Stanley. Yeah, sit the fuck down, Stanley.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to hide behind you, Brad. He scares me. He's, he is a 90
0: year old man that is just full of piss and vinegar, <laughs> singed by the flames of hell.
1: He wears sunglasses because he doesn't have any eyes anymore. Yeah. Just black holes. Oh, man. (laughs) His writings are fucking black.
0: Fuck you! (laughs) Now, before we launch into the specifics of Three Dividend, as we like to do here, we'll tell you whether you should watch this movie or not. Just give you some idea, in case you want to seek it out yourself. Since it is illegally... Done in entirety. You cannot buy it officially. In America, it is illegal. Yeah. Uh, you can find it, though. Yeah. Billy, would you recommend 3 Devadem?
1: Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> would you like to expand on that a little bit? Uh... <laughs> um, okay, so... If you are, like, a die-hard Marvel fan... And you've already watched all of the 70s pilots... All the failed 70s pilots for Marvel TV shows... Then I would maybe recommend this, but this it's it's only just strange enough to qualify for this show, I think. uh, it's so there are moments where it 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 is it becomes crazy enough or weird enough or dumb enough where I could say, "Oh, this is so bad, it's good." But most of the movie is just a very by-the-numbers, James Bond rip-off movie. And it's so um, boring and nonsensical and just, just plain bad. It's just not a fun sit. It's an hour and 18 minutes. It felt like three hours. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, that's the best thing I can say about it, is that it's actually short. It feels like you're wasting a lot of your life, but you're actually not. And there are occasionally a couple of pretty cool fight scenes, and some pretty gnarly uh, death scenes. The Maybe gnarliest
0: it, which comes in the first in two the minutes.
1: First, yeah, in the first yeah, two minutes. So, um... Uh, it's it's not even really good exploitation. There's not really a lot of interesting smut. No,
0: there's not. This is expert-level bad movie watching. Oh, like, this yeah. Is, oh, fuck yeah. This is. I uh, wish we'd watched it together. That was our mistake. Yeah. We should have watched this together, jotted down quick notes, because if you do want to watch Three Devil Dem, you should watch it with other people... Maybe have a few drinks. Yeah, make fun of it. It's best to watch this some in some way affected. Do by not watch it alone. No. Um, there's the first twenty minutes are tolerable by yourself. Or if you're a big fan of Julia, if you love the Julia comics, if you love <laughs> if you love the Julia Saturday morning cartoon shows, then S- sure. Stan Lee, did you, when when did you come up with Julia? I created all women. All women <laughs> are. Uh, now you see, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say something about Julia in this. You wanna say something about Julia? Okay. Uh, if I had written this movie, like I should have, okay. so I would have gotten paid in Turk bucks or whatever the fuck they have over there. <laughs> um, Turk bucks. Julia would have been in a love triangle with both Santo and Captain America. What an original idea, Stan!
1: I do it every time. I know you do it every I'm time. I'm the
0: original originator.
1: Yeah, it's it's just like Pepper Potts and whatever her name was and Daredevil and every other lady that you've ever created. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Julia is just as effective in this
0: movie as all of my female characters. Uh, I would argue she's more
1: effective than some of your female characters. Are you saying I don't write good female characters? <laughs> Brad, I'm going to need you to protect me from Stanley again. He's <laughs> okay. getting scary. You <laughs> sit your old ass down, Stan. <laughs> Should have stayed in the grave. Stan Lee fights back from the grave. I'm the new Bruce Lee. (laughs) If you are looking for a foreign version of uh, Marvel that does not adhere to the source material very closely, you want to see another culture do a take on Marvel characters, fuck this movie. Watch Japanese Spider-Man. I was so annoyed at this movie that last night I re-watched the first episode of Japanese Spider-Man, and my god, that show is fucking great. If you haven't heard of this, it's a Spider-Man show where Spider-Man has a flying car and a giant spaceship with a lion head on it that turns into a giant robot, and he fights against the Iron Cross army ruled by the evil Professor Monster, who is just kind of Doctor Doom but from space. Wow that yeah. sounds like it would be good for the show It's fucking great it's yeah. such a good show I but, recommend that right now okay yeah very very
0: weakly recommend three devadem it's it might be better with a group it, you're sitting around joking about it I'm a person who can watch a talking cat by themselves <laughs> <laughs> so oh, this was a new wow. level of pain yeah this was something that affected me in ways that I didn't know I could feel anymore Really? Yeah. Like, just
1: just the boredom and the pain. you're saying this is worse than a talking cat? Yeah.
0: A talking cat is at least... Fuck. A talking cat is at least, like, there's so much bizarre shit in there that's like, what the fuck am I watching? This is boring and bad, but... And I've sat through Easter Bunny Puppy by the same filmmaker as a talking cat, which is worse than a talking cat, and I put this about on the same level as Easter Bunny Puppy.
1: Well, you heard it here first, folks. Hippity-hoppity-woof. Hippity-hoppity-woof. I don't don't think I could give a more damning review than that. The movie, the version we watched,
0: uh, now, I, I did check out another version that did not have subtitles just to see if it opened the same way. Okay. And there was a little bit more lead up to that. But the movie still starts immediately. Okay. With the spider's goons dragging some random woman to a beach. Yeah. Burying her up to her neck in sand.
1: Like like little kid style, Just bearing yeah. her up to her neck in sand at the beach. And then the spider has them start a boat motor that is attached to a boat, yeah,
0: and slowly carry it towards her face, not so the 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 whole boat. the whole
1: boat. yeah, so the propeller hits her face, hits her face and just blows her head straight up. The blood splashes on the legs of the red-headed lady side Nadia of the spider, Nadia. I called her Mary Jane. Uh, but it's... oh god! It was probably supposed to be <laughs> Mary Jane? But it splashes up on on Nadia Mary Jane's uh, legs, and she looks super happy about this. We never learned who this woman was. We don't know. We don't um, know why the spider was killing her. But this is the best part of the
0: movie. Yes, it's so hundred percent. It's so amazingly brutal. Yeah,
1: and bizarrely creative. I and loved it, it. And it gives you. It, it's it's Spider-Man in this movie, at his best, reminds me a lot of Jason Voorhees. Both the fact that he's he's constantly masked. They talk about him having a very childish personality. That's right. He's kind of very. He's kind of stocky, which Jason t- typically he's is. He's a giant creep. Yeah, and he and you know he just keeps coming up with these really creative deaths for women. And in one scene, he actually we'll get to it, but he rips off like an entire Jason kill later oh, okay. on in this movie. But yeah, no, this is definitely his best one. And this is actually sort of tense, too, as they're slowly bringing
0: the propeller close to her face. Like, I was engaged. I was like... I was
1: engaged. Oh, I, shit, I did not see this coming. I wasn't... I didn't feel bad for the woman. I was more like, here it comes! Oh! Yeah, because we but have no like, clue who the fuck this person is. Yeah, I, I don't care. But, like, I was... I was definitely taken aback. Like, the... You... You expect something to build, yeah. When you put in a movie like this, uh, this is the middle of a movie, not the beginning. Yeah, this is yeah. This it's 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 more abrupt than even tracks was. It just starts and yeah. And uh, I, I was like, is this the movie that we're in for? And unfortunately, it turned out it wasn't. But like, I was I was I didn't know where you went from there. Yeah, I was expecting the rest of the movie to be like full of. Really gratuitous Grindhouse fuckery. Yeah, and there's a little bit of that.
0: A it's little interspersed. A little. But um, also, this is a lot of elbow grease to just kill one poor. You have to dig oh, the yeah. hole. You
1: have to fill the hole in. Yep. You have to carry the boat. You have to carry the boat. Yeah, and you and also, she was a really good sport about all this. She was. She she, was. she, was... she knew that they want. She she was she was upset. So she screamed a lot to make them know that she wasn't totally down with this but when they started burying her she just lay there maybe she thought this was just going to be a fun
0: beach trip it's like oh they're not gonna do anything but they're gonna they're gonna make my they're gonna make like a sand sculpture of like a mermaid i the screaming makes me think that she she knew something was up she could have been screaming like ah, i'm having so
2: much fun oh ah! <laughs>
1: You ever love the beach so much you just scream <laughs>
0: uh yeah I, I i don't like beaches so i don't go to them but i imagine it's just like a hundred people just screaming just constantly screaming. yeah yeah oh uh one thing i did want to say is that this movie takes place in istanbul i don't okay. know if i established that you did earlier um and while Santo is not played by the actual Santo, mm-hmm. Captain America is also not played by the real Captain America, J.D. Salinger's son. Right. Um, I don't know if he was even born yet. Sure. But uh, I don't know what his actual name is. Uh, Garth? Garth Salinger? Is that J.D. Salinger's son?
1: The one who played Captain America? Oh, right! Yes! In, 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 that, in the in 90s the, one! Yeah. Right. The real Captain America. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to say that, then the real Captain America is Reb Brown from the 70s. No, it's J.D. Salinger's son. I think
0: that's the definitive Captain America. I can't think of any.
1: You can't think of anybody who did it better? Mm, (coughs) No.
0: (laughs) I mean, that Evan Christopher guy did pretty good. He was okay. um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't even seen the J.D. Salinger one. I just feel it in my heart.
1: (laughs) I've seen enough clips of it to know yeah. we're never talking about it on this show. Okay, yeah, that's
0: fine. <laughs> it's a boring piece of shit. The movie jumps to two people, we have no clue who they are, yep. they look official, Yep, they're talking, and they're there at the airport to pick up Santo, Captain America, yep. and some random woman named Julia. Yep, Who is Julia? We don't know. She's, she's their
1: assistant. Apparently she's Captain America's girlfriend in this that is revealed like halfway through the movie that they're in a they're in a relationship before then it's like uh they're just like working together and yeah. then in a, in one scene suddenly he enters when she's there and love music starts playing and i'm like oh i guess this is a thing see i noticed the love music i just thought it was um like much of the sound in this movie just bizarre and out of place right um well another thing about turkish exploitation or türk exploitation is that what you called it mm-hmm. uh türk exploitation is that uh, oftentimes, most of the time, they do not have the budget to produce full orchestral scores. Mm-hmm. So what they do instead is they steal scores wholesale from Hollywood movies. And I think most of the music, I'm not sure if it was all of the music, but most of the music, including... Is the, it from Greece? No. The ma- is that why they were on the beach in the beginning? No. Oh, damn. <clears throat> including the main theme in this uh, opening scene and the opening title sequence is from the James Bond movie Diamonds Are Forever. Oh. Yeah. I recognized it because it's uh, like most James Bond theme music in in movies. After playing some generic sort of spy... Dudududun, 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 ...licks, it eventually goes into an orchestral version of the Diamonds Are Forever theme song. So, you can hear that in the background. You know, once I looked down Shirley Bassey's shirt... Excelsior! Thanks, Stan. I needed that image. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was Stan Lee, the grandfather of comics, Erection.
0: Boing! <laughs>
1: Thanks, Stan.
0: Oh, the sound effect was done
1: by Jack Kirby. Oh, gosh. Just a full panel that said,
0: disappointing! <laughs>
1: That I really enjoyed the way that the heroes were introduced. When the two government goons, they're like, "Oh, here they come!" and it cuts to them, and like the camera just shows them walking straight towards the camera, and then like closes up on their faces, looking determined. And uh, it just, I they remind with their big with their big seventies hair, they reminded me of the Bee Gees and I found it very entertaining. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, spoiler alert: they do, they are staying alive throughout this movie. Uh huh. Uh then we get the opening credits, which are so fast and so not in frame that yes. they cannot be read. Uh another another hallmark another hallmark of Turk'sploitation is that these movies are done very quickly and very cheaply. Yes. And the film quality of this is so amazingly bad yeah. that for the most part you cannot tell who people are. I mean you get You have an idea of who Orhan is, at least what he looks like. I have no clue what
1: his official position is. He's just official man. Orhan is one of the people that met them at the airport. He's essentially their government handler throughout the rest of the film. Uh, He tells them where Spider-Man is, uh, what to do about him, that sort of thing. And you can mostly pick out Cap and Santo
0: and Spider-Man and Nadia. Mostly. Everyone else if they're if the frame is like half distance from their face if it's close-up you can tell yeah if it's about halfway back it looks like they're wearing a wax mask yeah and if it's, if it's fully pulled out they look like blobs
1: yeah no it's it's um anytime there's a long shot it's super difficult to tell what the hell is going on if it generally if you see one person fighting a group of people you can be sure that that one person is probably one of your main characters but otherwise it's this movie is, for a variety of reasons, this movie is super hard to follow. So, after <laughs> after the opening credits, we are given a rundown of the Spider Gang. Yes. Here's what they've been doing. Now, please explain this to me because I did not understand it when they were telling okay. me.
0: Okay. It's very simple.
1: Okay. And very stupid. Okay. The Spider Gang are from the Far
0: East. Whatever that fucking means. The Far East of Istanbul, the Far East of America. Uh, it's unclear. Yeah. Now what happens is the spider smuggles artifacts from Turkey to America. He sells them very cheap, buys them very, at a very high price with counterfeit money.
1: Sorry, go go back again. What what does okay. he do? The spider gang. The spider gang steals or
0: smuggle. They smuggle historical artifacts out of Turkey. Okay. They go to America. Yeah. They sell them very cheaply. Okay. Then they buy them for a lot of money with counter with counterfeit bills. They buy them back? They buy them after back after selling them. After selling them with fake money. With fake money. Yes. Okay. And that's that's their thing. That's the thing they do. And it gets the fake bills in circulation. Cuz he needs to get his work out there. It's all about cuz he's getting paid an exposure. It's brilliant. Am I being punked? What's going on? Yes. (laughs) It's the lowest grade con. It doesn't make sense. Like, you think you would buy the artifacts with the
1: fake money and then sell them at a very high price. And we see Spider-Man in his, not now, but later, we see Spider-Man in his hideout with these so-called antiques. He loves them. Also, I think it's implied at some point that, like, he, he he steals them from his murder victims?
0: Yeah. Uh, he definitely has... He does that in one scene. It's implied he does that in others.
1: Yeah. Uh, we are also told that... He just kills random people, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Again, um, he's Jason.
0: Orhan has some clues about the Spider Gang. Oh, okay, good. There's a sp- suspicious yacht in Tarabaya Bay. How is it suspicious? I don't know.
1: Because a scientist who created Godzilla was... Oh, motivated. yeah. Yeah. I assumed...
0: Ah. I assumed that the yacht was like... <laughs> uh, had a pencil-thin handlebar mustache, and it was like... <laughs>
1: just, like, it just, just, looked just looked evil. Just, it just looked... snidely whiplash the yacht. Yeah. Brad, I don't want to alarm you, but Stan is taking notes about this character that you've just come up with. I think he's going to steal it. Uh, boat boy. No, boat man! <laughs> All right, we'll get back to you, Stan. Um, Another clue.
0: Mm -hmm. Some foreigners are going to a fashion show. Yes! Where do they get this information from? I don't know. What the fuck it means? It's not clear. This is where I wrote, where am I? (laughs) You're in Istanbul, where only native Turks go to fashion shows.
1: (laughs) Why is there a fashion show in this movie?
0: I don't know. Why is there a strip club in this movie later? Well, I know why there's a strip club in the movie. True. Yeah. There's ads in the paper for the artifacts. Uh, What? The criminal mastermind uses the classified ads to move his merchandise. Okay. Yeah, he's a fucking menace, Billy. (laughs) This is how genius he is. He puts a traceable ad for the artifacts that he bought back from America... Oh, that's right. I remember uh, this. But Orhan seemed to imply, like, <laughs> while explaining uh, the spider's process, he's like, and then he has the artifacts.
1: Like, he no, has, like... And he says, it's like, so we can trace the ad to him, right? And he's say, no, it leads to a P.O. box. It's like, damn, he's clever. <laughs> <laughs> they actually say that. That is, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs>
0: But it, it, I assumed originally when he says like, and then he has the artifacts like, spider. The spider is also like a collector. Like he collects the artifacts, but presumably now he's taking them back to Turkey to sell through the local newspaper. I guess I don't. Who the fuck knows? And speaking of papers, this entire movie is if is as if the Turks like, picked up one issue of Spider Man, saw J. Jonah Jameson's rants about Spider Man. It's like. Oh, this is the character. Yeah, he's a menace.
1: He's a fucking menace.
0: Uh, the Turks were not very familiar with Spider-Man. Were they? Okay, so that is why he is the bad guy.
1: I figured. Well, um, I mean, I I just figured that they probably looked at some English Spider-Man comics. Not knowing English, not being mm-hmm. able to translate it, and said, Oh, this guy is a Spider-Man. Spiders are creepy, much like Martin Goodman said to Stan Lee when he tried to create Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spiders are creepy, spiders are gross. Um Martin Goodman, more like Fartin' Badman. Good 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 one, Stan. You're you're the Shakespeare of comics. It's Stan. the
0: model age of puns! <laughs> Something like fought in bad men can only come at you from the house of
1: ideas. <laughs> anyway, but but I, I just assume that they looked at that. They said spires are creepy. He must be a creep, and they made him the bad guy. Whereas Captain America, America, the yeah. suppo- uh, good guys supposedly will will make them the, him the hero. Didn't translate Cap Shield though. They they got the
0: essence of Cap's justice and his cut. They got the folded over boots.
1: They got the folded over boots, Uh, but not the shield or the wings on the head. They just decided to make his his suit bulletproof. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then they also brought in Santo. Apparently, because I guess guess they were familiar with Santo. I guess. Yeah, and And um, who doesn't love Julia? Who doesn't love Julia? Julia, it was the Uh, was the
0: Turkish Patsy Walker. That's, so, a,
1: that's, what, that's what we call a Marvel deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's timely. It's timely. A timely comic. Oh, a timely deep cut. Timely is also a Marvel deep cut. <laughs> yes.
0: Actually, I don't. I think it was timely. It might have been some weird girl offshoot of Marvel. No, I think it was timely. Uh, Miss Muffet comics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wrote ninety percent of the material for Miss Muffet comics. Who knows women better? Who knows young girls better than Stan Lee?
1: Stan the man. I think you might want to rephrase that, Stan. Nope! (laughs) I'm just going to eat the mustard right out of the jar. I didn't even know we had a mustard jar.
0: I brought it from home. Oh, By home, I mean the depths of hell.
1: I figured. Sorry about the sulfur smell. (laughs) So, now my favorite scene. The scene where the random trench coat people start fighting? Yes! (laughs)
0: We never know who anybody is in this movie. Aside from Orhan, the spider... And Cap and Company. Uh, some random guys are walking along. Yep. There's a little bit of a chase. There's a little bit of a fight. And then the spider jumps out of some boards that are in the middle of nowhere, lean together TP style. Yep. Stabs a guy and says, adios, adios mafia. <laughs> Aside from the opening scene, best part of the movie. We forgot to mention... That the spider has run afoul of the mafia. Mm-hmm. We probably forgot to mention it because it's not an important detail in the movie. Except for this one scene. Adios, mafia.
1: Where He's he... saying goodbye to the mafia. The mafia is out of the story now. They're gone. And they only know that this antique smuggling ring is run by the spider, by the way, because they say in the first scene where they're explaining the plot, that the Spider is the only one with an organization powerful enough to stand up against the governments and the Mafia. Mm-hmm. This is not borne out by the rest of the film, wherein the Spider seems to have a very small mob.
0: A small mob, mostly incompetent. Um, uh, probably because he kills most of his people. Like he, he, he he does. He shoots right through people. Yeah. Um, so Cap and company split up. They do. Cap is going to check out the yacht santo is going to watch the p.o box which really you couldn't get
1: some cops to just like watch it the p.o box is apparently in a gym which also looks like somebody's house yeah uh (laughs) well julia goes to the fashion show
0: which looks exactly like somebody's house it looks like it looks like the house of a grandma who was like in her 40s during the
1: 70s yes it's a 90s grandma's house right um, Which makes it impressive that this film was actually shot in the 70s. And it looks so. like the 70s. <laughs> it's like a reverse Happy Days, where that was a that was a show from the 70s that looked
0: like the 50s. Yeah. This is a show, this is a movie from the 70s that the, looks like the 70s. It looks like aged 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like...
1: It's like finally aged 70s. It looks 70s. like the
0: dusty remains of
1: the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it was shot on film stock Roger Corman abandoned in a ditch This is the first scene we get That serves no purpose
0: And we get a montage
1: of scenes I think the serves... trench coat scene is the first scene That serves no purpose No,
0: we see him take out his mafia con- The spider has whittled the mafia down to one man <laughs> Frederico Carlucci. That's my headcanon name for him. For him. Then he stabs him, and then the Mafia is no more. The Mafia is no more. He's sort of like the Joker in that the Joker was doing a better job in The Dark Knight taking out organized crime than Batman was. That's true. The Spider's really the hero of this, aside from all the women (laughs) killing. We'll get to that. Um, uh, Orhan, ASCAP. Why the spider... What's with, What's with all the masks and the costumes that you and Santo and the spider wear? Yeah. And Cap says, the spider is a child-minded lunatic. Yeah. When he sees someone else in a mask, he wants to destroy them. Yep. Does not explain a few things. Why they're mostly maskless throughout the entire movie. Yep. And did Cap start this whole shtick, Cap and Santo start this whole shtick
1: just to fight the spider? I think so. I think that what it, what it explains is for me is that these guys are not—they're uh, not like established. They're not established heroes. They're not you know? established heroes. It's not. This isn't Steve Rogers and actual Santo, which explains why he doesn't wear his mask mm-hmm. uh, all of the time. <laughs> is this this is, is this Batman Incorporated where they're franchising? Like, kind of. This. These are two. These are two secret agents. Uh, who have been involved? Who are involved in trying to hunt down the spiders organization? And he and they uh, have decided that the most effective way to take on the spider is to wear masks because that way they draw attention to themselves gotcha. by the organization and make them make set make mistakes.
0: That's actually a really interesting idea because usually the presumption is. Super villains and their costumes are born out of heroes and their costumes, but yeah. this is the reverse. Where the reverse it is fighting the lunacy, not the lunacy arising from the fight. Yeah, this is a great movie with a wonderful <laughs> idea. I change everything I thought. I don't. <laughs> Julia
1: takes some pictures of something. Something she gets caught. Yeah, she okay. She she leaves the main fashion show. Because it's boring. Yeah, she and goes she, to see what grandma, if Grandma has any uh, quarters stashed somewhere. Or any like, high-grade medicinals. Yeah. And she goes into someone's office and starts taking pictures of something. We don't know what. Uh, Pat Poop's going to be mad. Yeah. You're in a study. You're in a study. Um, and this is where you start, you start to realize where Turkish cinema was kind of young at this stage... And the editor—they're Young Turks. They're young. They're Young Turks. Ah, oh, adorable. And they don't quite know what editing is. Oh my God. So they—they they have this idea that when the characters are in different places, you need to constantly cut back and forth between all of the characters, even if the characters aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the scene, we have sequences of Cap and what's his name? Orhan. Orhan talking to each other about their their deal, going to the harbor, looking at the ship. You have Julia getting caught and having interesting stuff happen to her. And also Santo taking a shower in the gym where the P.O. box happens to be. And these are cut between each other with equal focus being given to each of the scenes. Okay, Reading again to my notes saying where am i what is this someone help please also it, it doesn't it sort of
0: builds as the movie goes on but every cut in this movie is so hard oh my it's god disconcerting it's it's literally disorienting it eventually gets to a point where it's like a cut and it's like is this an entirely different scene no we're just doing the reverse shot of whoever the other person is talking to.
1: There are times when they include the score in one cut, and then they will hard cut away from not only the scene, but the score they were using, to another scene. And then it, either a whole new piece of music is suddenly going on, or uh, no music is going on, or suddenly you cut from no music to music immediately. It's 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 disorienting.
0: Len Kabazinski has been on my mind recently, and uh this might be why, because this is very similar to Len's filmmaking style. Oh uh he's Curse a, of the Wolf, right? Um I've only seen Fist of the Vampire. He's a red letter yep. media mainstay. Yep, yep. yeah, yeah. But, he's, um, he's
1: Curse of the Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, he did he did there's a theme song for them Curse of the Wolf. Yeah, yeah that's him.
0: His <sighs> movies are about the same level of painful as this. Yeah. Um yeah. they're fucking rough.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um so Julia gets captured and she's put into a car Yes. and she pretends to be passed out. Yes. And Julia is the worst person at pretending to be asleep I've ever seen. Her head is like still upright. She just has her eyes like half lidded. Um but she has a special
1: watch that we never see again. Yes. That she uses to tell Cap where she's at. She keeps She clicks the button and it's it sends a beeping noise to to Cap somewhere in his car. So uh Cap does a
2: beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep-beep.
1: Cap
0: does a quick change into his costume, one of the few times we see it, and he just runs.
1: He just sets off like a motherfucker, and he bursts through the wall. Okay, this is pretty badass, though. The bad guys are in there, they've tied Julia to a post, because you know what else are you going to do with a damsel? Yep, they didn't have any
0: railroad tracks handy.
1: They didn't. One of the bad guys is leaning against a wall, and Cap's two arms shoot through the wall on either side of the guy's head and grab him which is badass enough. The guy falls over and Cap bursts the rest of the way through the wall and starts kicking ass. This is the best fight scene in the movie. Unfortunately, yes. Cap at one point is upside down. Like there's a lot his fighting style is very acrobatic, which is very in keeping with the actual Captain yeah. America character. And Santo is pure wrestling style because he's actually played by
0: a wrestler yeah, in the movie. A, a Greek wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I believe maybe an Olympian as well. Oh, was he? I'm not sure. I might just be putting prestige on... (laughs)
2: Um,
0: But Cap at one point is suspended upside down, fighting. And it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Then the fight gets cheesy when a man pulls a gun on Cap, does not fire, just waits for Cap to knock it out of his hand. (laughs) They leave that place. They see the spider... Just spiting around, and they
1: chase him. They run through a really poorly tended graveyard. Oh yeah. Um, oh, and and unfortunately, Cap gets his foot stuck in one of the graves. He does. So he can't chase Spidey as well. Um, and Spider-Man leaps
0: over a wall. He, it's like a retaining wall. It's up against um like a hill, mm-hmm. and we see a. Uh, a, a drunk Turkish man is swigging out of his bottle with three X's on it. <laughs> That's and right. And <laughs> Spider-Man jumps in front of him. He's like... He looks at the bottle and he goes... Oh. Then Cap jumps in front of him. He's like... And he runs away in fast motion like it's the fucking monsters. Yeah. Because, you know, comic relief. That's some classic 1940s humor. That's <laughs> Where... I, I'm surprised... I wanted him so badly to look at the bottle...
1: I, I I usually see pink elephants, but this is too much.
0: That, or he's like, I had enough, and like throws it over his shoulder. Right, yeah, it's but the, the classic, away it's the classic
1: alcohol makes you see things joke, which I've exactly. never once understood. No, well, it's, it's for until
0: I actually smoked marijuana, I thought marijuana made you hallucinate as well, because that's right. how it was always portrayed up until like 2010.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Uh, Spider-Man gets into his 50, 50s car. Everyone has a 50s car.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so why does Spider-Man park so far away? Oh, also, at this point I realized uh, Spider-Man has fake evil eyebrows attached to his mask. I thought those were his real eyebrows oh, were they? under the mask. Well, if they are, then they extend outward outside of his mask, outside of his eye holes, because he has them, like, winged and up. You notice a lot
0: more about the costuming than I did. I maybe it's because I'm
1: so bored. I had to focus on something. Gotcha. But like he has, he has a uh, big, thick, black eyebrows. It might be on the suit, might be his, but either way, they have graspable extremities, and he's wearing um bright blue eyeshadow. Yeah, yeah. Nothing against that. Just it's an interesting choice. It is. Yeah. It's. Do you think Peter
0: Parker? The real Peter Parker, mm-hmm. who lives inside all, all of us, right, would do that sort of thing? Wear uh, eyeshadow? Yeah. Uh, I mean... Do you think somewhere in the Spider-Verse there's like a David Bowie
1: Spider-Man? Oh, undoubtedly. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Verse 2, whoever's making that, we want Japanese Spider-Man. They are including Japanese Spider-Man. That's what I heard, and we also want David Bowie Spider-Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. His band. David Bowie's band. And the Spiders from the Mars. Spiders from Mars. Oh, ours. shit. <laughs> it all works out. Peter
0: played guitar. <laughs> screwed up brows and screwed down head to. Like some cat from Istanbul. So we cut back to Santo. And now Santo's in costume after a hearty workout at the dojo. Yeah. He's sneaking around in his very
1: in his sneaking around shirtless in a uh, luchador mask. Yes. Very bright colors. Pulling things out and sticking things into his crotch.
0: <laughs> he shoves stuff into his pants.
1: A lot. Uh he rips something up and just tosses it into the trash can. Yep.
0: Very good sabotage work. Yeah.
1: He's searching someone's office at this point. Yes. We probably um
0: I have no clue what anyone is doing or why.
1: No, yeah, absolutely um, not.
0: Uh Jim batty comes in and he pulls a gun yep. on santo santo
1: beats him and we know this guy is, is 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 a is a is an actual bad guy but immediately after that after he, he beats that guy up santo goes into the other room which is the actual gym part of the gym and there are three or four uh give or take there's three men in karate keys in karate keys who have just shown up to work out during their off hours during and, the gym's off hours too,
0: because they're like the manager can't know that we, yeah. We, so these guys are criminals too, right? They're they're training after after hours, after hours,
1: and they look up and they see Santo, and they're immediately like, "Let's kill that fucker! <laughs> let's, <laughs>
0: let's get him!" <laughs> I mean, if you if you're a karate man, and you're uh, kind of a karate man, I
1: took taekwondo. Yeah, karate, whatever. It's all karate. Oh, okay racist
0: no i don't (laughs) see racism i just
1: ignore it oh like a true american gotcha okay
0: if you if you came if you illegally entered a gym sure and you a dojo i'm sorry and you were all set to fight yeah and you saw a man dressed like santo yes in there just sneaking around too wouldn't you like try to get him i don't
1: know (laughs) i think i would I, I wouldn't break into a business to work out is probably the first thing I would say and that's why you're not a good enough karate
0: guy oh okay you gotta want it I got <laughs> you gotta want to train 24 7 365
1: rise and grind I would probably just work out in my living room or something.
0: I We are in your living room slash studio right now, and you yeah. do not have enough room to do bicycle kicks or dragon punches or hadukens.
1: I don't... Okay.
0: <laughs> but after... I hated this fight. I don't like when Santo fights.
1: Santo's, Santo kind of sucks. Son, he's, a, he's clearly a proficient wrestler. Oh, definitely. But it's very slow. It's very clunky. Here's the thing about wrestling. Wrestling is a highly scientific... Super awesome method of fighting. It is not very cinematic. Even when you're watching actual, like, not, I'm not even, when I say professional wrestling, I don't mean WWE. I mean, like, actual Olympic wrestling.
0: Actual, like, where it's all holds and submissions. Where it's all holds and
1: submissions. It's It's, it's highly scientific. It's very cool, but it's not cinematic.
0: Which sucks because Santo is a luchador. Luchador is known for its high flying style. Exactly. And we don't get that. We get very technically proficient yeah. wrestling, but it's very slow.
1: Luchadors are very much more like uh professional wrestlers, I say with air quotes yeah. like, like like uh WWE, that sort of thing. Except there's a much greater emphasis on acrobatics mm-hmm. and high flying stunts and, and shit like that. Uh it's it's if you ever get a chance to like look up some footage of Mexican wrestlers wrestling, it's actually really impressive the kind of shit that they can do. I'm so it's kind of disappointing
0: to I'm, see this. I'm not a wrestling guy at all, but yeah. I did like what I saw of Lucha Underground. Yes. Which is not pure luchador. No. Luchador wrestling, but it's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of cool acrobatic stuff in there. The storyline's silly and fun. Yeah. Um and then it's vi- very
1: much inspired by actual luchadors. Yes. But it's and not
0: quite. They difficult. get some um actual luchadors on there, uh Blue Demon Junior. Okay. They get people from I forget what the big Mexican wrestling promotion is, uh, but they like they it's sort of like a transplant thing where they're like, Hey, come help us promote this. Tejano comes on. Okay. Uh so after Santo takes out the three karate man men, Mm -hmm. Super Karate Man enters. And he's a big, beefy dude. Oh, yeah. And big beefy that man. fight still sucks. It does. Now's the time, I think, is a good place to play the first round of a game I like to call Three Giant Who, oh, where okay. I'm going to okay. give you an enemy, a nemesis. And you have to name me two heroes, plus Julia. <laughs> <who> <laughs>
1: well, of course Julia has to be involved. Who would, who would take on this foe. Two. So does this? Does this have to be two Marvel heroes, or just any any two anybody? Heroes? Okay, anybody. Okay.
0: Um, your first foe uh-huh. is actually let let's let's do it like they do in the movie. Okay, Spider Man. Okay, the first foe is Spider Man. Give me two heroes in Julia who you would have fight Spider Man.
1: Two heroes in Julia. If it was being chosen like it would was in this movie, they would have just chosen whatever costumes they had on the rack and gone with that. Yeah, but, but in your professional opinion. In my professional as opinion. As a nerd boy. As a nerd boy. Um, to go after Spider-Man, uh, probably Superman and the Flash. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because they're super strong and... Because, well, I would put Superman on any team. I would have put go against anybody because he's, you know, OP. Okay. But the Flash is just really fast, and I feel like he could probably get to Spider-Man before his spider sense could help him. Okay. Don't choose spider- Superman for the rest of these, though. Okay. Because that's, that's just boring. That's boring? Okay.
0: Also, you're wrong. Oh. There are right and wrong answers for this. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Um, The right answer is clearly Captain America and Santo. Oh, I'm Otherwise, okay. they wouldn't have made a fucking movie about it, Billy. <laughs> What, do you think the Turks are fucking idiots? (laughs) By the way, this movie is what I would call a Turkish delight. (laughs)
1: Except it's not. It's not. It's not. It's fine. There is a Turkish Superman, by the way. Yeah? I think so. What's his name? El Superman? I I don't know how the Turkish language works. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what the actual names of any of, of the Turkish movies are. It's like Turkish Star Wars is not actually called that. Turkish Rambo is not actually... Turkish Rambo is called Rampage. I know that one. But I don't know what Turkish Superman is called.
0: Well, thanks for telling us about shit you don't know, Billy. <laughs> thanks for informing us of your ignorance.
1: I was just saying there's a exploitation version of Superman. No, you're just telling us you're a fucking moron. Oh, fine. Okay. Shit. Jesus.
0: The group gets back together. <laughs> Maybe I'd have more respect for you if you could have won the first round of three giant who, but, <laughs> but clearly you did come to play. You don't give enough effort to your Thai karate dough.
1: What? what wait, karate's Thai now? Your
0: Thai Quan Roddy dough. Oh, Whatever oh, the okay. fuck you do. Right. Um. So the group reconvenes and Santo just has a bunch of shit that he pulled out of this dojo. It's probably
1: mostly just like late notices for membership dues and, and like all covered in his crotch sweat yep another thing that makes santo significantly lamer than captain america in this is that captain america gets to be like the real action hero he has the steely gaze he's got like he, he's he's got the machismo going on santo is treated like comic relief for most santo of. santo
0: is basically tonto
1: in this kind of yeah he's straight continue with the uh the native american gear but like he's just sort
0: of do you think the turks confused mexicans and native americans maybe which there is a little overlap
1: near the border yeah um but maybe, maybe that's part maybe of it maybe that's what it is cuz i was so confused by that i was i was doing research trying to figure out by the way uh the real santo his real name was Rodolfo Guzman Huerta, uh, and he was a Mexican wrestler. And there are there are plenty of Santo movies out there, which he was actually in. Yeah, he he's fought mummies, robots, mm-hmm. all sorts of things, vampire ladies. Yes, vampire ladies. It, basically everything under the sun except for Spider Man. But uh, so uh, it, it just the the inclusion of Santo in this movie is very strange. Like maybe stranger to me than the Marvel heroes. Because Santo was a real person. True. I mean, he it was a character that the guy played, but it's like if I found, uh, I don't know, like a foreign film starring uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, and it was just like some guy in sunglasses and a headband. You know, it's just it's just very odd. But here's what I assume happened is, because there are
0: so many Santo movies... Yeah. I assume they got some of those in Turkey and like the maybe the character became popular.
1: Sure. Clearly
0: they knew about Santo more yeah. than they did Spider Man.
1: Yeah. So the movie never explains, oh, this is Santo, this is what he is. They just say, and here comes Santo with Captain America. That's it. And Julia. And Julia. Santo gets as much explanation
0: as Julia. But they get these movies and maybe they don't realize, like, oh, Santo is played by a real guy who like mm-hmm. really embodies this role. Yeah. They don't know about luchador culture. Sure. So they're just like People love these Santo movies. Let's get Santo. Let's put him on this super team. Right. It'll be the traveling willberries <laughs> of two. <laughs> uh, Spider's team also gets together, and Spider is only interested in killing
1: Cap. Yeah. Poor Santo. Poor Julia. Yeah. Yet another thing that makes Cap more the hero of this movie than Santo. Santo doesn't matter. Cap is Spidey. Really, only cares about Cap much like the audience. Next we see Spider creeping
0: around a woman's apartment. Yep. There's a woman in the bath. Yep. And she sort of looks like Isabella Rossellini. Oh, ah, okay. So I started to wonder is this fucking blue velvet <laughs> is like is is he Jeffrey Beaumont and Frank Booth?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine if cuz um was was Frank Booth always like clenching during the? He has during, the oxygen mask. Yeah, he has the oxygen mask, but he also has like a piece of of cloth that he puts in his in his mouth. Remember, I don't recall that during during the initial like rape dry hump scene mm-hmm. in in Blue Velvet. He has like a like a handkerchief or something in his mouth. Okay, he's, yeah, he's I think clenching I on. That. Uh, if if what if he pulled out a Spider Man mask? <laughs> <laughs> instead of just like instead of mommy mommy he's just like and May and May and May <laughs> oh Spidey wants to fuck
0: <laughs> I would pay good money to watch Spider-Man Blue Velvet where it's it's, it's Peter Parker as Jeffrey Beaumont yeah. and Spider-Man as Frank Booth. And sort of like the duality, the two duality. sides of it.
1: Um, David Lynch, get on this. Now, is They're this... They're bound to reboot Spider-Man again. Get on it.
0: <laughs> now, the thing about Spider-Man is he's a man and a spider.
1: <laughs> and I thought of a spider and I thought there's... There's a wind here! <laughs> There's a wind! And the spider doesn't know what to do because it's, it's caught in the wind! And its threads are going everywhere! Focus on the spider,
0: not the web! <laughs> uh, now, is this
1: the Jason Voorhees kill? Where he strangles the woman with her necklace? No. Uh, no, this is not the Jason Voorhees kill. But the Jason Voorhees kill does take place in a shower. Every kill takes place in a
0: shower or near water or
1: something. <laughs> At least every kill involving a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and then he steals the woman's chocolate Oscar, uh, <laughs> and and bolts. And then the next day, in Istanbul Grand Square, there's a newsie shouting, "Latest news: rich woman killed in her bathroom." <laughs> which is my favorite headline ever. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom is important. You need to get the important details in your headline. Right. And it's important that rich woman killed mm-hmm. would be a good headline. Maybe if she's a famous rich woman or woman killed, you know what? But the bathroom is what gives it that sleaze. It's kind of yep. This is the J. Jonah Jameson method. You got to get that
1: sleaze, get in that there. sleaze in there. Yeah. Stanley, didn't you say that you, if there was any character of yours that you'd want to play, it would be J Jonah Jameson? I would love to play J Jonah Jameson
0: because I hate that Spider-Man. <laughs> you wait, I you hate, hate Spider-Man. Him. I, he's a menace. He's a. Every time what? I was writing it, I tried to write it where Peter Parker did good things, but he just every time it was like I was a man possessed. He just <laughs> menaced New York City. I'm like, stop it, Stan. Stop it. You got to
1: stop this. You want to make him a good boy? Wait. How you didn't you didn't write Spider Man? Di- Steve Ditko came up with the stories. You just wrote the dialogue. It's the
0: Marvel method. Yeah, I'm Mister Marvel. Oh, it's okay. my method. It's your. <laughs> so you're the method. No, man. we <laughs> outlined it. We I outlined the stories. Oh. I made Steve draw the fucking pictures. Okay, and then I filled in the bubbles. Right. Okay. And I filled in the plot. You filled in the, okay. I would say, hey, Steve, what if a man was a rhinoceros? (laughs) And he'd go, I don't know, Stan. (laughs) I'd say, shut up, Steve. Draw your fucking pictures. And then I'd make it make sense.
1: Stan Lee, you're so good at imitating Steve Ditko's voice. It's it's, it's just dead fucking on. I'm
0: Steve Ditko. I don't get enough credit. (laughs) See,
1: there you go. See, That's, That's that's, that's total Steve Ditko. That's what he sounded like. That's exactly what he sounded like. Um, I'm an objectivist. <laughs> Ayn Rand is amazing. People shouldn't protest the Vietnam War. Capitalism is wins spitalism
0: Steve Ditko is not a great person. He, he wasn't a great person. He was a <laughs> grumpy, bitter man.
1: He was still robbed. Yeah, no, he was.
0: <laughs> yeah, he isn't was...
1: that right, Stan? What? <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to go through this drawer of delicates. Please don't. I'm, they're already on my face! <laughs> no, Stan! Um, get my delicates off your face. Uh, Cabin Company read the newspaper. Apparently they just couldn't get the news from the police themselves, like, before it hit the papes. Yeah. But, um... Oh, and this is the part where, disconcertingly, Julia looks extremely different.
1: Yeah, Julia changes her hair really uh, drastically. And because... So, there are a number of very attractive women in this movie. Um, Very pretty women. Uh, And honestly, they all kind of blended together for me. The film quality did not help. It did not help. Uh, So, generally, I kind of assigned them personalities based on their hairstyles. And so, when Julia suddenly changed her hair so drastically, it took me a while. I had to wait for someone to acknowledge her in the scene. Before I could confirm for myself that it was Julia. I
0: was unsure if it was a completely different actress.
1: Yeah. Because, like, it, like, it's not just like she's, she, like, had a ponytail in one scene and then, like, pigtails in another. It's the
0: hair color the and hair, style is
1: different. She had a full cut and style in between scenes. Uh, which is weird enough that the character would do that, but apparently the actress did it. As well in Ooh, real life. It, Unless it is a different actress, we don't actually know. I'm not sure. We There's not a... You don't get a lot of behind-the-scenes material from these movies. There's not a <laughs> there's lot... There's not a making of feature act. There's not a lot of resources for these films. I
0: assumed after this film was done being made, everyone was executed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how disposable the films were. It's just like, <laughs> all right, we're going to put you all into a station wagon. Just back it up into the beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, I I don't know if it was a different actress, but I think it's the same actress, and we get an explanation for this hairstyle change later. We do? I believe so. Oh. I'll I'll explain my operating theory later. Okay. They split up again. This time they're all mix them up. Uh, The cop and Santo go to the yacht. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cap goes to monitor the P.O. Box, and Julia goes to the crime lab. And now we're going to play our second round of Three Giant Who. Oh, great. I hope I can do better. The enemy this time... Is Aslan?
1: Aslan yes. from, from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, two people and Julia. Two people and Julia. So Julia, I guess I would go with the White Witch for one of them because okay. she has the. Uh, she's been the most effective at killing Aslan so far. Mm-hmm. She killed him once, uh, and then uh, I would, uh, on top of that. I would have, um, uh, Craven the Hunter, because he's he. We know from his outfit that he's good at killing lions. Yeah, I, that's a pretty good team. Okay, I'll give you half
0: a point. Oh, thank you. You're still not entirely correct. I'm not. Okay. The correct answer is one, Christopher Hitchens, because he would debate the Christ-like nature of Aslan <laughs> into the ground, <laughs> and two, uh, Underdog. Cause dogs fight cats. (laughs) (laughs) Underdog with his superpower pill. Yep, he has he has the magic of modern medicine behind. And Aslan's a stupid fucking lion.
1: (laughs) You get saved by some mice. Oh my god, I was just I was just reading The Wizard of Oz last night and the cowardly lion gets saved by mice in that story too. Oh! Yeah, apparently that's just a thing in fiction. I wonder if it comes from lions. the mouse
0: pulling the thorn from the lion's paw. Oh yeah, yeah, it probably does. I cracked the code. You
1: cracked the code.
0: Call me uh, Alan Turing because I just cracked the code. And now we just get fucking scenes.
1: Just fragments of scenes. Just scenes. What the fuck is going on? This is when I lost all thread of the movie. Right. Uh, there's a random douchebag harassing a girl, being like, come on, don't be so suck up, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Cap pretends <laughs> to be There's clearly history between these characters, Yeah, which that's more character development than anybody else gets. Cap pretend- shows up and pretends to be her brother to scare the guy off. Uh, then he pre- he also pretends to have a gun. Oh, and I didn't he just notice keeps that. Slapping- yeah, he puts his hand in his
0: trench coat pocket and like extends it out. Oh, wow. And then he just repeatedly slaps the man. <laughs> I noticed the slapping. I didn't see the gun bit. The crime lab is working on reassembling
1: large bits of a torn up letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. They're they're literally... And and they even say at some point during... When they were looking at the stuff that they got out of Santos' pants, they're saying, like, Oh, yeah, we'll need some scientists to help us <laughs> reconstruct this shit. Only science can restore these <laughs> four pieces of a letter. <laughs> The scientists are just looking at him like, shit, I don't know, man.
0: But I will say, the crime lab scientists are all female. Yes. Which is very progressive. Yes. Um, This is the part where I realize who Cap looks like. And he sort of looks like a store brand Christian Bale. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like an off-brand. Like, like off-brand, like, yeah. like the generic, like if you were going to Aldi's sure. and buying Christian Bale, you would get
1: Captain America in this movie. He kind of looks, Captain America to me, he kind of looks like a younger, more handsome version of the submarine captain from uh, Hunt for the Red October. Not not Sean Connery, the American one. It's been so long since I've seen that film. Yeah. Uh, that
0: I cannot attest to that, but I will believe you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next we see Santo. He's just strolling along a beach. You see some random guy who takes off running. Yeah. So
1: Santo runs after him. He just, I, I wrote down the way I put it in my notes was that Santo, Santo decides that these three people on the beach need to be taught a lesson for some reason. I don't know. They're hanging out in a hole. Yeah. Which is suspicious, I'll grant him. And he just launches himself off of a ledge right into them. Yep. Like, he just goes in on them. And we get another very slow fight scene. Very dumb fight scene. I don't think I was even watching the movie at this point. i I think I just... I don't blame you. Started fucking around with my phone. Yeah, that's... <laughs> what took me so long to watch this movie is I was just like, oh, yeah. shit,
0: internet is there.
1: Right, yeah. Um, uh, for for context, I watched the movie in one sitting. Brad watched it in installments. Yes. Which I can only imagine enhance the pain. Or did it decrease the pain? I don't know. It was about
0: 50-50. Okay. It was more tolerable. I watched the first 20 minutes, and I was like, this is awesome. I can't wa- wait to watch the rest. Right. And then... The rest was done in one night with a lot of pausing and... Oh, okay. But after Santos beats him up, he finds just loose bills buried in the sand. Yeah. So I guess they're sand dollars. Uh, uh,
1: How'd you like that one, Stan? That was the funniest thing I ever heard. I thought so. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So then my favorite bit about this, though, is, again... He just finds random people on the beach, launches himself into them like he's fucking Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 2, takes them all out, uh, finds the sand dollars, uh, and then Orhan shows up and is like, What the fuck, Santo? And Santo says, These people attacked me! (laughs) (laughs) And, like, here's the thing. I don't think he's lying. I think in the script it said, These people attack Santo and Santo fights back and I think the fight choreographer just didn't pay attention and was like ooh there's a ledge leap off of that fucker and into these people and let's just do some crazy shit I don't think anyone was I think that that was actually what the scene was supposed to be I don't think anyone was paying attention maybe this was filmed
0: like modern Marvel movies are where they don't get complete scripts oh okay so it's like the baddies are just like we get we fight Santo and Santo's like okay they need to attack me but they're not attacking me so I'll just
1: do it for them (laughs) They didn't want anyone leaking the incredible script for Three Devadem. They didn't want anyone to know about the crazy and insane twists that this movie comes up with. Uh, so, the letters are reassembled.
0: They have addresses on them. Yep. Julius sent the addresses to the police,
1: uh, which makes sense because they're already at the police. Right. There's a brief moment here uh, in the version of the film that we saw where the, the videotape that whoever was uh, that whoever recorded this onto the format that we saw it in was using attempted suicide. There's like just this, this bit where the, the entire camera goes the entire screen goes dark and it just goes and then it cuts yeah. back to the movie and I just remember thinking ah oh, the movie wants to put itself out of its own misery yeah <laughs> Now we get another great scene where yes
0: spider the spider realizes that the Jim batty yeah uh, the bald fat fellow the bald large fellow yes not to be fat phobic right I'm fat myself sure um the character's name by the way is actually Jim batty yeah yeah uh, related to Jim Bacchus because that's how names work that it's, is how names work the first name and the first syllable of the last name well that's how, how that's how Turkish names work. exactly yeah um so He has him taken down to the basement. He's tied up to a post because that's the M.O. for the Spider organization. (laughs) And They grab a big PBC pipe. (laughs) It's it's a clear plastic tube. They put it in front of his face. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then Spider whips out some
1: hungry mice. Wait. So here's the thing. For those of you who were traumatized in middle school like me, you may have had to have read 1984. And you know there's a horrifying scene in that book where the main character has rats put in a tube to go towards his face and tear it up and you may remember thinking that's terrifying someone read that scene and decided to do that in this movie but they forgot that it was supposed to be rats Mm. so it's hungry mice that i haven't fed in a long time and white mice and then they couldn't get mice so, they're like so they shibbles. have fucking guinea pigs. They have fucking... The cutest fucking fattest, largest guinea pigs you've ever seen in your life. And they don't move with any speed they or don't.
0: alacrity. They're just sort of like closing no, their way down it's the tube. It's clear
1: tree. the guinea pig has no idea what's going on. It's clear he it has no idea. They put it in the tube and the guinea pig just slowly, slowly makes his way down the tube trying to figure out like... Clearly, like they have the camera at the edge of the tube, watching the guinea pig go towards them. So clearly, the director's at the other end with like a piece of cheese or some shit, being like, "Come on, come on, you mouse!" And the guinea pig's like, "Why are you calling me that?" And he keeps coming. Hey, fuck you, buddy! I'm a guinea pig. <laughs> and I can only imagine that they did experiments with putting peanut butter on the guy's nose (laughs) to try and make the guinea pig chew his face off and it didn't work. So in the end they made the whole tube clear except for the end, which is entirely opaque and then they just have... Like red temper paint blood. Red temper paint blood just oozing out as the actor does his best to make us terrified of this adorable adorable creature
0: and he dies super fast
1: but it's still a
0: great scene it's like it's amazing this is the gnarly creative shit that i was hoping for more of
1: it's gnarly it's creative and yet it also is so cute and lame it's it hits so many spots for me it's great it's so great and next
0: orhan is in a club there's a woman stripping behind um Like, uh, some paper. And we just see her silhouette as she strips. Uh, Then the stripper bursts through the paper like she's a varsity football team at homecoming. And she's in pasties and an underwear. And I was just waiting for the spider to come in and murder her. Because there's a scantily clad woman. Right, yeah. Uh, There's a
1: very famous stripper named Ms. Jeanette
0: who's coming soon.
1: Yes, Um, the very flamboyant um, bartender. Very flamboyant. Uh, Bartender us, Informs us of that Who he like, insults his customer By telling him He doesn't know shit You don't know shit Do you
0: <laughs> If he doesn't know About Miss Jeanette If you don't know about I mean everyone knows About Miss Jeanette Obviously She's as popular as Julia Exactly Which yeah. we're going to get to <laughs> Suddenly Cap and Santo Are Fucking somewhere In what seems to be A prosthetics warehouse At, some, in, at first In a place with a lot of mannequins But yeah Then it's like a man- mannequin Like just Maybe that's where Mannequins go to retire Maybe sure. Turkey has, like, a great retirement program for
1: mannequins. In a later scene, it's revealed that this is where they make the uh, counterfeit money. Yes. And so we get... it's. It's kind of like Memento, where you get the context for the scene you're watching way later in the movie. Christopher Nolan pulled so much from this movie. He did. Christopher Nolan's a lot like Quentin Tarantino in that everything he does is stolen from, especially Turkish cinema. Here's where the sound effects become unbearable. It sounds
0: like... (laughs) It sounds like when people move, it sounds like they're wearing tap shoes. Oh, God. And when it doesn't sound like they're wearing tap shoes, it sounds like very fake horse clopping. (laughs) There's an earlier scene on the street where you hear that horse clopping sound effect, and I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe Turkey still has, like, horses maybe there's still like horse drawn carriages some at some point we still have them in new york yeah exactly so maybe the horse clopping is a horse off screen sure nope it's the footfall of a sprightly acrobatic man like captain america (laughs) next we get some more spider creeping there's a man oh wait wait
1: wait so there is also a scene here where they they again they've seen superhero stuff they know what superheroes do, but they don't quite have the context for why the superheroes do it. So the superheroes fight all these guys in the in the mannequin factory, the mannequin fake money uh, factory, and then they run out and. The bad guys are trying to get away in a car, and Santo and Captain America run out and lift the fucking car. <laughs> That's right. To keep them from getting away, and this is usually a sign that a character has super strength. Like usually, you only see Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk or George Reeves as Superman Jessica doing this shit. Jessica, Jessica Jones does it. Jessica Jones program. Right. It's a, it's a way to show that characters have super strength. Apparently, these characters in on top of putting on these masks specifically to piss off Spider-Man also have super strength. Maybe I guess I don't I don't know but it was it was one of the only like interesting superhero things to happen in the movie so I made note of it
0: yeah no you're right
1: yeah but then we get some more spider creeping uh, uh, there's a man and woman having sex in the shower I want to point out that both the guy and the gal are complaining that the other one is going, <laughs> going too, too fast fast <laughs> which seems like I mean I good on them for communicating that but like. Sounds like they're not ready for sex. It it doesn't sound like they know what they're doing. (laughs) Also, how are you going too fast in a shower? Yeah. Showers are very difficult to have sex in. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And mostly it's just necking, it seems. It really does seem like that, yeah. But Spider Man kills both of them with something. It looks like a bubble wand.
1: (laughs) He has some sort of long spear. Or something, that he shoves through both of them. And this is the Jason Voorhees kill. Okay. This, if there's a famous scene, I think it's in part two. It might be in part three. I No, I think it's part two. Where two people are having sex, and Jason Voorhees comes up behind them. And he has a, uh, a a spear, and he just shoves it through both of them while they're having sex. And famously, that scene was actually censored. It was a the oh. in the actual movie, you just see the guys on top of the gal, and she goes, <gasps> and then you see Jason above them going like this. And I think you may see uh, the thing coming out of the other, the spear coming out of the other side of the bed with blood dripping off of it. But originally in the movie, and in some still promotional stills, you were supposed to actually see them get stabbed, and it was censored. Gotcha. But in this movie, you actually get to see it. Sort of. It's a very confusing
0: image, where it just looks like the man is covered by a sheet. Yes. And like the bubble wand is going through him. Just
1: going through... Yeah, it's it's it, it, it definitely... You can definitely see where the special effects was this done. This time, we don't even see Spider steal anything. No, but you you do see that the director saw Psycho because the blood flows down the drain of the shower. Yeah, and also two shower murders, they definitely saw Psycho. This director is often called the Turkish De Palma for how he rips (laughs) off Hitchcock.
0: (laughs) Now we find out that Julia has been sent to Athens, which is where Miss Jeanette is currently, to impersonate Miss Jeanette. So Julia has now been recruited to be a stripper. Yep. And Santo finds it hilarious. He,
1: yeah, he says, now introducing Miss Julia! <laughs> you know, that classic now introducing joke. Absolutely. Everyone knows that joke. And Cap says that Santo would be Frank Sinatra. Which I guess is an insult? <laughs> I, or it's just
0: like building off the bit, but sort of a lateral move. It's, it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like making it funnier. It's just like, this is another thing an announcer would say. Right, yeah. Now Spider kills two more women. Yes uh, A maid and her employer Yeah uh, Actually he didn't kill It's kind of upsetting how many women
1: die in this movie Actually yeah. it's kind of offensive This is another place where I noted that I have no idea what's going on I saw this movie yesterday I have no memory of this I watched it yesterday as well it, It's very blank I have no memory of this scene I just I wrote it down so it must have happened But I don't know remember it What I do remember is that after this Spider-Man goes back home to Mary Jane And they make sweet, sweet love. Spider takes off his costume. He takes off his costume. I thought we were going to see his face. We didn't. We saw his hair, though. His luxurious hair. Which was surprising to me because I thought they were hinting that the owner of the strip club, the bald guy with the big mustache, was Spider-Man. Because he kind of looked like similar proportions. But no, Spider-Man has a big, shaggy head of hair... They have sex, and while they have sex, the they bat- cut to puppets.
0: There's a few shots of very frightening puppets. Very frightening. For no fucking reason. Yeah. And it's amazing and horrifying, <laughs> and it, it's, like, I don't understand. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff in this movie I don't understand. I don't this know. is the most bizarre. Yes. But it also reminded me of when we saw Mark of the Beast at uh, the drive-in and there's a part where oh, yeah. a man is accused of witchcraft because he's he's using puppets and oh. they're like <laughs> he makes figures talk. <laughs> Mark of the Beast, a great exploitation movie. Great exploitation. Check it movie. out. Absolutely. Um not for now, the here here's here's where this movie does not accurately represent Spider-Man. Oh, I'm sorry, Stan. What, 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 My vision for Spider-Man uh-huh. was what if there was a hero, a boy Yeah. Who did not fuck. This virginal boy, pure of heart and penis, who just does not fuck. He wants to fuck, but the girls don't want to fuck him. Uh Uh-huh. And he gains his power from his virginity. I thought he gained his power from the radioactive spider bite. That was a virgin spider that had never fucked. Oh, I see. Yes. I see. That was my pitch. What if there was a boy... A hero. Captain America, you know Captain America fucks. Oh, yeah. You know the Hulk fucks. Uh-huh. You know Johnny Storm is just throwing his dick into anything with two legs. <laughs> he, fucks <his> <laughs> he fucks his cars. He fucks his cars? He fucks his cars. When he, in his introduction, when he burns through that hot rod, <laughs> that's his flaming penis. <laughs> I need to go back for a second. The Hulk fucks? Who does the Hulk fuck? He fucks a hole in the ground that he made with his fist.
1: <laughs> I think that might just be masturbation, Stan. No, he he pokes two other holes and draws
0: a smiley face under the holes. <laughs> so it's, And puts some rocks where the bosoms would be. It's like Joaquin Phoenix and the Master? <laughs> yeah! Exactly! They consulted... Paul Thomas Anderson
1: consulted with me when he was making that movie. So, Spider Man is the only, is, is Spider Man your only virgin character, Stan?
0: Yes. And then after I left, that's when he started fucking. Yeah. And I wrote them. I wrote them, and I said, "This is wrong. <laughs> this is a. He was unique. He was supposed to." Resonate with all the stupid virgin boys who read these funny books. (laughs) Meanwhile, swing and stand the man's out there. Throwing it left and right. Did you see my mustache and my toupee? I never had a toupee. My luxurious hair during the (laughs) 70s.
1: So, so... Uh, I always thought that you're that the character that you probably related to most, given how much you aligned with your sense of humor, was Spider-Man. But what I'm hearing is... It he sounds has like... my humor, okay, but not my dynamic sex drive. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is you more align yourself with maybe Tony Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Stank? Tony Stank, yeah. Do you remember when I said that in that movie? I do remember when you said that in that movie. What movie was that? What happened in that movie? Captain America Civil War. Yeah, what happened in that? Uh,
0: the heroes fought each other? Captain America fought Spider-Man. Just like this movie, those rat bastards! <laughs> <laughs> but you made money off of that one. I did make money. I made a lot of money. <laughs> and they gave me a part in it. I would be fine with this movie if they let me come in and like say, uh, Hey Cap, I got you some coffee! <laughs> I'm a good actor. Uh-huh. I, I was the star of a production of The Doll's House. By Ibsen. What? I've done a lot of Ibsen. Hedda Gabler. Hedda Gabler? Who'd you play in Hedda Gabler? I played Hedda Gabler. I, I sincerely doubt that. Well, you can come to the regional theater of hell and watch me. <laughs> watch me play Sarah Brown in Guys and Dolls. <laughs> I'm like a bell. I go ding dong, <laughs> ding dong. I'm still studying the libretto. <laughs> All right, you guys do your radio show. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's super frightening puppets. <laughs> super frightening sex puppets. And this is where the movie degrades even more, where I had to note that it's just a fucking fever dream. Um, Cap and Santo ambush Spider. And for... Actually, it's kind of explained. The editing is so weird. I had... There was no flow to yeah, the fight. okay. I was like, they're in the same house, but nothing is matching up.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it, at first it looks like what you think is, is happening is that they're both fighting them and that for some reason they shot two separate fight scenes, uh, one with Cap and one with Santo fighting Spider-Man, and then cut them together really haphazardly. But, as all Spider-Man fans know, <laughs> where would Spider-Man be without his clones? Exactly. It's the clone saga, motherfuckers. Oh, there are multiple Spider Men.
0: This reminded me of that bit in the first season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where Titus is trying out for the sequel to the Spider Man musical. Yes, and he does the song about, "And I will crush that Spider Man and all the other Spider Men till I'm the Spider Man. Spider Man, we're at it again." and there's a bunch of spider-man uh, that I do remember that that was a great scene. It's never revealed if there is a true spider or if it's just a lot of them. Just a lot of spiders but all he, the time. Like which is the one that had sex like Right, which...
1: yeah. This this made me think maybe Spider-Man is like Dr. Manhattan. Where okay. this fight scene maybe is taking pl- at the place at the same time as the fight scene with w- as as the sex scene, maybe like he has one spider <laughs> having sex with Mary Jane, like Doctor Manhattan having sex with uh, Silk Spectre, while he works on his other projects with multiple other Spider Men that all come out of him.
0: So this would also imply that there's like in that scene, yes, times when all the Spider Men just get together and bang it out
1: oh yeah absolutely um, but this because that's the only thing that makes sense because otherwise there's one original Spider-Man and a lot of decoys and we already know that the original Spider-Man has an insane obsession with being the only masked man yeah. so <laughs> if you... he were to uh, equip other people with other masks he would his his mania would immediately require him to murder all of them there's a condition where sometimes
0: chickens would just get super angry at other chickens <laughs> And just, like, attack them. Really? I wonder if that's a condition that, like, that spider has where it's just like, fuck, other spiders! <laughs> but, yeah, they actually make uh, rose-tinted glasses for chickens. To, really? That somehow
1: counteracts this weird chicken condition. This is not bullshit. This is something I read. No, I can tell usually when you're bullshitting, and this is, yeah, wow. <laughs> but this is... This a, is bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this scene, right? which is another one of my favorite
0: parts of the movie, because it's, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's never justified or explained. Right. And it's just like every... T- there's a part where Santo is like lugging his spider in to like find Cap, and, they, <laughs> and Cap has like two Spider-Men down. They're just like, what the fuck? It's hilarious, because every single time Cap knocks out a Spider-Man, there's another spider there laughing his...
1: Amazing laugh Yeah He has he has that big Like <laughs> Like big old uh, um, Spanish soap opera Villain laugh Yes it's yeah, great It's great
0: And apparently They don't apprehend Any of these Spider-Men No they or... just knock
1: them out And leave them there
0: And then they go to the club Like they haven't just had The most confusing
1: night ever like, <laughs> They if... figure Well that was a wash Let's continue with The strip club plan Granted
0: they have been Fighting the spider for a while Maybe this is like Maybe
1: this is normal for them Maybe
0: this is just like Oh, I thought we got rid of all the spiders, but uh, he's back at it.
1: So they go to the strip club, which is patroned by mostly women. Yes. Yeah, I think that they just had a lot of women on the set. I don't think they had a lot of guys available for filming, because all of the lab techs were women. Mm-hmm. Most of the patrons at the strip club are women. Uh, most of people who get killed are women. I feel yeah. like... Maybe that wasn't intentional. Maybe they just had a lot of women on set. Maybe, maybe there were just maybe one of the directors or actors was dating a lot of people at the time, and he just invited them all. It's possible.
0: I don't know. I, it's maybe they. Maybe it's like a community theater auditions where they just
1: don't get a lot of men for. I don't. Maybe maybe it's just that. So our heroes sit down in the strip club, are immediately identified and captured. Well, hold on. <laughs>
0: Julia is now in Ms. Jeanette mode. Right. Yes. And here okay. is where she looks like the original Julia. She has That's the right. same her hair. That's right, her hair changes back. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Is they, like most filmmaking is done, they filmed it out of order. Mm. And maybe they filmed some, whatever happened. She had the hairstyle for the end and the beginning at one point, And then yep. for whatever reason, it was changed for the middle.
1: Right. Wrote down. What the fuck is their plan here? Their plan is
0: did not require any of this. It did not require Juliet to go to Greece,
1: come back and impersonate <laughs> a stripper. She even meets with the owner of the strip club, who knows Miss Jeanette, as we all do. Yeah, and is like, you don't look like your picture. And she says, Oh, you should know better than that. Makeup. Yeah. Oh,
0: like ladies do. Like that's ladies right, do. ladies. Makeup shopping. Uh, lusting after their superior men.
1: (laughs) Usually their boss, huh, Stan? Usually. Yeah. Just the way it should be. Just the way it should be.
0: Um, Their plan (sighs) is to get captured, which it seems like they could have done at the house with all the spiders. Probably. Um, This is an alright fight. Santo Santo does a cool thing where he like just... Does his leap thing.
1: I wrote down, it it seems like they're doing a lot of rejected WWE moves. Yeah. uh, In this fight.
0: Uh, Cap and Santo are taken to a second location. Yeah. Cap smokes a cigarette, offers it to other people. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool dude. He's a pretty cool dude. Um, Julia hits a woman with a shoe and then interrogates her. Yes. Then calls the cops. The cops weren't there from the beginning, which seems like they should have been. Yeah. It seems like they should... So they could follow right. when they're captured, or so like they could arrest all these bad guys.
1: And then Orhan shows up to help her with the interrogation and delivers some of the laziest interrogating I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, you better tell me! He's like, stop being so stubborn. You should talk. <laughs> and then finally, you know, he tries anything else yeah. and says you know we would give you some help in court and protection if you helped us and she's like oh okay <laughs> so clearly during the several cutaways we have of the scene he d- never tries that he just keeps yeah. saying could you please tell me could you please
0: well she just had been hit in the head with a shoe she's going to be she indignant hadn't. yeah exactly Santo and Cap are taken to back to the mannequin warehouse they fake a fight and then as a classic, then as they the fake bad... a fight between the two of them. Yes, they fake yep. a fight between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, For very... some reason,
1: this convinces the bad guys to come into the well, cell. They
0: think they killed each other.
1: Oh, okay,
0: okay. They come in. Uh, Cap and Santo burst through the door just as they're opening it. Yeah. And uh, no, here's where Santo does the cool like yeah, belly
1: slob. This, this second fight scene was pretty was pretty neat.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a part where Cap is just hanging from a rope, and
1: very lazily kicking a man repeatedly (laughs) in the face. (laughs) He clearly meant to do a swing kick, but the actor didn't quite get it right, and he swings back, and then swings again.
0: (laughs) And and he's just like, "Uh,
2: uh, uh, uh." Uh,
1: uh, uh, Um, I'll harm you.
0: Now we get a very tragic scene where the club baddie is back. Yes. And he goes, he's firing at Cap, but Cap's wearing his bulletproof costume under his leisure suit. Yes. And, uh, uh, spider and Nadia show up, mm-hmm. and the gun goes off and kills Nadia. Yes. Uh, Mary the,
1: Mary, Jane Mary Jane is dead. A tragic loss of life. Yes. Um, And Spider's like, well, bye, bitch, whatever. and it just leaves. <laughs> maybe that wasn't the Spider who had a relationship with her. May, maybe, because we do find out in a minute that there that, are still oh, a lot more Spider-Men!
0: Fucking four Spider-Men. Santo gets left behind. Uh, Oh, there's a great part where um, Santo refers to Spider as the green machine.
1: Oh, that's right! (laughs) Which I love. That was was the first time I realized that it wasn't the bad camera quality that was making his costume green. I assumed that his costume was actually blue and that the camera was just bad. But no, it is actually green and red.
0: And they knew what Spider-Man looked like because, like I said, on the poster there is a very faithful interpretation of Spider
1: Man. Right. They just didn't have the costume. Yeah. For some reason.
0: Um, so uh Santos stays behind, Cap and Spider fight. Cap mm-hmm. chase the spider. Spider turns on a fan that almost completely yes. immobilizes Cap. He he holds on a fan and Cap is like,
1: Oh no It's, like, ah.
0: it's and it's not like a huge industrial fan. Like no, it's industrial. It's just, t- it's
1: just a table fan.
0: Yeah. It's not it's not that bad. But it, it's like a like a four foot like a three foot tall fan. Right. And Cap is just almost fucking defeated by it. <laughs> and now we get the series of Cap just murdering Spider-Man. Just murdering him. And here's where the movie finishes pretty strong. Um, <laughs> does
1: does it really? I enjoyed this. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, but... um, So... It's just a sequence of Spider-Man beating the living sh- I'm sorry, Captain America beating the living shit out of Spider-Man. No contest at all. No. No contest. But then
0: every time Spider falls into an industrial machine yes. and is mangled. Brutally murdered. Uh, the, the second Spider... Uh, he knocks out the first one, I guess. I didn't... Yeah, I up. think he just knocks him out. The second one, he punches into, like, a hydraulic press, and then the press yes! comes down and it crushes his crushes his the head. fucker. The third one is punched into another machine, where he Some dies. Some other
1: machine, yeah. Um, for,
0: and it's the same as in the other fight with the multiple spiders. Every time a new spider shows up... <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um... And Santo, Orhan, and Julia are just strolling the fuck through, like... They're, like, looking for Cap, like, oh, I wonder where they went. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, a million spiders are just... This factory will have to shut down for, like, eight days... (laughs) To just clean the human remains out of their fucking... The four spiders also killed by a machine, and that is the denouement of our story. Yes. We get a little peaceful little thing where... Santo, Cap, and Julia are going back home. Yeah, um, they're getting
1: in their car. Oh, wait! To the there's
0: one. There's one great thing. Uh, Santo and company finally catch up with Cap. Cap. Yeah, and Orhan is looking around at like all the carnage, just like
1: horrified. <laughs> He's the only one who's affected by like all the dead the bodies, twisted. Megal- they actually cut to a reverse shot of like one of the Spidey's heads sticking out of like the gears of a machine. Like his he, his head was caught in the fucking like gear works and twisted off. Everyone else is very blasé about it. They're yeah, just like hey,
0: we won. And Orhan's were- like, oh my god, what have you Americans <laughs> done? There We have due process here.
1: <laughs> you fucking savages.
0: So, that's the climax of the movie. Uh, immediate cut to the crew at the airport. Yep. Orhan is saying goodbye. But what's this? Oh, shit. Suddenly, in a taxi cab, we see Spider. <gasps> Cap rushes over. And... This is the first time he's ever done this. He pulls the mask off of Spider. Yes. He never tried to do that before. Usually no. he just goes straight to the punching and, and eventually killing. the murder. Yeah. And <laughs> but this time it's just some random boy pulling a prank. Yeah. This is some random kid. Just we we've never seen this person before. And everyone thinks it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Except for Cap. Cap as at first understandably like a little myth that like Yeah. Oh, the international woman murderer. <laughs> An antique smuggler is back, but after everyone laughs, he gives a little smirk and tosses the mask into the air, and we get a freeze frame. Yeah. And that's Three Devadem. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, one last round of Three Giant Who. Okay. close us out. The villain? Uh-huh. Osteoporosis. What? Osteoporosis. The,
1: osteoporosis. Okay. The
0: degenerative bone condition.
1: Oh, God.
0: The bones are made porous, usually affecting women. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So your team is Julia uh-huh. and two others to battle osteoporosis. Two others. Okay. Well, clearly osteoporosis is going for Julia since she's she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Ultimate Iron Man. Okay. Because his, a lot of his tech is is biochemical as well as mechanical. So okay. he could probably help with the weaknesses in his bones. That's not just Ultimate Iron Man. The
0: Extremis system is introduced in the regular continuity.
1: True, but in in the first Which Ultimate I did not... Iron Man story, he ends up with a bunch of blue goop all over him that helps him deal with his chronic pain. Okay. So that's what I'm going off of. And then I would also go with the Atom from uh, DC Comics because he's just the superhero they always get whenever they need to fight diseases. Okay. Yeah. Completely wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. So obviously osteoporosis is going to go after Julia. Obviously. And Julia
0: is the linchpin of this team. She is. So I'm going to get. So you need the T1000 to turn to. <laughs> do- To turn to liquid metal and reinforce her bones. Oh, okay. Then you need X-23, whose bones are reinforced with adamantium. Right. And so you still have... So it's still a representation
1: of women fighting against this osteoporosis that plagues them so
0: completely. Oh, okay.
1: It's it's a female empowerment thing. And X-23 is the Terminator from Terminator 3. X-23 is the female Wolverine. Oh, oh, okay, okay. X-23,
0: right. Right. Yeah. Okay. A uh, very poor showing. You ended up with half a point out of a total 30. <laughs> okay. So, you're about on par with the score this film gets. <laughs>
1: half a point out, out, of, 30. out of 30. I use a 30-point uh, <laughs> grading system for all film. Oh, do you? Yep. Just just for the record cuz I don't think we discussed this. What how many points out of 30 did Tracks get? Uh 35. 35? It can extend up to
0: 120, but 30 is the maximum. Wait, 30 is the maximum? 30, it's like if you get 102 on a test.
1: Okay, okay, and, uh, uh what about Shin Godzilla? Uh, 20. Okay, alright. I... <laughs> No, it all makes sense. I have issues with your it, system. We it's can discuss stuff. it later. Okay.
0: So that's Three Devadem. That's our show for this week. Uh, any final thoughts, Dan? Um, Nope. Back to hell. <laughs>
1: and good riddance. I'll so be go- back for the New Gods episode.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> By the way, we are planning a Jack Kirby and the New Gods. Yes, we definitely uh, are. Because yeah. that shit is weird. It's <laughs> weird from start to finish, from production to execution. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. I'm Steve Ditko.